good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there. This is Material, episode 163, and I am Andy Anatko. And I'm Florence Ion. And what has Material Design done for you today? For me, it kept me on the road because I drove a lot today. And um, I would consider that Android Auto is, is designed in Material Design. So there, that's my that's how I connected all that. Do you actually use Android Auto? Yes, I yep. do. Okay. I have a little uh, sticky, you know, mount that goes right underneath my rear view mirror, and that's where I put my Pixel Two, and I kind of put it at a low, you know, low display uh, <laughs> brightness. <laughs> I was going to say volume, low display uh, brightness, and that's how I, you know, I play music. Okay. I Answer see- to Allos. I, I just have never gotten it's uh, this might be a generational thing, but I uh, I've never gotten used to the central console sort of as part of my uh, of, of, of my driving sort of attention span. It's like I, I always have put like my phone in a RAM mount display, uh, one of these really yeah. cool RAM mounts so I can put it like exact. It's I think I think the exact problem is that I quote grew up unquote with using phones that are always in the exact same space to the left of the steering wheel between the between the like uh, dashboard and the and the uh, left side driver's side mirror so that essentially I'm glancing at the rear view mirror and it, while I'm glancing back my eyes might flick to the screen to see if there's a traffic thing or anything like that and so it kind of discombobulates me when I have to like go actually kind of turn my head a little bit so that's the only reason why I don't use <laughs> I don't use like a Android Auto or any other sort of like center console based app thing now, is there much of a car culture where you live? I'm sure there is, but I'm a bit of a milk toast. Okay. No, no, no. You're not milk toast at all. Well, I was just going to suggest that perhaps the reason I'm so reliant is because California has a massive car culture, uh, which is why we're freaking out about EPA regulations being rolled back <laughs> and all that. Um has a massive car culture because we don't have as much public transit as as the rest of y'all do in the East Coast. Um, They did not plan that for us the way they did for you, (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately. Um, And so I have to drive everywhere and I drive, I mean, and I live, I live in the sticks. (laughs) I don't, you know, I live very far out of the way. So I'm in my car a lot. And that was the reason I was attracted to Android Auto was just, you know, I need to have something constantly going on. It's so boring to sit in traffic, but I cannot be distracted by that. And, you know, anyway, we could have a whole podcast on just like people, cars, using their phones and all that. But I just, I just wanted to say how much, how thankful I am. And we'll talk, we'll talk more about this later on in the show, but how thankful I am after sitting through the Samsung uh, event this morning (laughs) for the beautiful material interface that comes on the pixel. So, so yep. that's why I wanted to end that. Yeah. But so we're, so we, we're, we're coming at this from different sides of the same thing. I've, I've also been like heavily into like travel mode because, uh, I was, had to, had some business in DC over the past couple of days. I took the, I, I took the, uh, the overnight train. Now, this is the train, not the plane, but the train home from DC, which is eight hours <laughs> back up to like New England. Uh, and it works like it, me driving to LA. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, um, and so it, it has its upsides in that, like I get a, like a complete full extra day in DC without having to pay for an extra day's hotel, which is a big deal when you really were only there for like one meeting 
And so it's not kind of it's not like when I go to San Francisco where it's like, well, I have to be here for four days for do everything, all my business. I may as well like pad it out a couple of extra days and just make a make a meal of it. It's uh, so I get a whole extra day. The other the other cool thing is that because I'm taking the train and because my ride home from like the Amtrak station to my house is actually commuter rail. It's like I get I it's it's almost as though I call ahead. It's like oh, it's almost as if I'm using like Uber for trains. Where like I call for an Uber and saying hi, my train's getting in at uh, six fifty. If you could have another train like waiting for me on the opposite track, uh, and I mean hang around for like, maybe five or ten minutes. So I literally like get off the Amtrak train, go upstairs, get a Dr Pepper in the station, go downstairs, and then board this train that's been waiting and will be waiting for another five. But the but the 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 downside of it is that I will get home, have a have a light breakfast, do. Two hours of work catching stuff up and then sleep. And then pass out. Yeah, from like nine until I don't know what time we're recording right now, but twenty minutes before. I used to now. do red eyes to New York. I don't know why I did that. And I, I know we talk a lot about like the regions we live in the beginning of this podcast, but it really, you know, for me, I'm very fascinated by the ways other people live because. <laughs> No, I have a little bubble over here. So, and this is the time that Andy and I get to catch up and basically talk about, he gets to complain about the humidity where he lives and I get to complain about how I can't breathe. And I don't know if it's just my neighbor cooking some delicious smelling meat in the backyard or if, uh, you know, there's more forests on fire. <laughs> so, so hello, doom and gloom. Welcome to the material podcast. Well, see, I, I, again, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't be a half a glass, half empty sort of person. The, 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 the great thing about the fires is that it does dry out all the humid air. So it's literally, sure. literally a dry heat. And it's unfortunately, it's also drying more brush ahead of the fire, causing the fire to propagate itself. Yes. But yes, yeah, no, that's, yes, <laughs> that's, uh, uh, it's it's kind of horrifying to keep like looking in the news saying, oh, so that fire is still going on. Oh, and people are still losing property. And oh, other people are still losing their life. Okay, sorry. It's, well, I'm not going compl- to complain about whether in New England, even well, even though the heat is also killing people who can't maybe can't afford air conditioning. Oh, well. But hey, let, you know let, let's talk about yeah. gadgets. Yeah, really, really important say, things going on. We've new- got <laughs> so much important stuff going on right now. <laughs> This, in this, world. You see that at, at some point, this is like we're, we're we're kind of preparing for when I think Google like is finally like broken up by every single like government consortium on the planet, and so we're we're we're, we're hedging our bets by so by, by turning this slightly into a like emo slash social justice sort of podcast, so that if we have it, it, it so we, we can just simply step from like the deck of one sinking ship onto the deck of another ship without being in the water between. Yes, precisely. And, you know, Andy, we talk about this stuff because it's on our mind, just as much as all this all this Google stuff is. You know, you can't really... <laughs> and, and plus, when you consider the fact that um, Google News is constantly... You know, just to keep this Google-related, yeah, okay. Google News is constantly blaring in your face with all the headlines that are just happening around you. I mean... You, you just can't ignore this stuff when you're a Google user. It's it's literally what their business is based on is yeah. keeping you privy to the stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. It's especially like now I know the names of <laughs> I have never been more aware of more people uh, at, at in high levels of a presidential ca- cabinet because more and more of them keep getting indicted for, for things. So now I know who Paul Manafort is. I know I would never have known like someone at that level. And ha- having just come from D.C., it's like it's 
it's it's interesting to like be in your hotel room, catch up on the morning news, and then walk out and say, "Oh, somewhere in that office, somebody is going through tax records for <laughs> for this person that I read about." That oh, look, that person is trying to prevent that other agency from getting access to. Oh, see, it's it's like it's like taking uh, the 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 Hershey chocolate factory tour, saying, "Oh, well, there's that's where they make the the almond bars, and that's where they make the Mars." But see, it's I love a Hershey's chocolate with almond. By the way. I yeah. l- still love a Hershey's chocolate bar with almond. I don't so know why. I, 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 I understand Europeans. I understand why you think that our Hershey's chocolate is disgusting and not really fit to be called chocolate, but we like it. It's nice. Well, I was born here, so I'm American European. <laughs> so I have, you know, I have faves on both sides of the fence. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to say no to chocolate. No, it, it's yeah, it's it's super hard. There's the, the the diner where I have like breakfast once a week also has like a bowl of like Hershey's miniatures like at the checkout. Like so not 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 those stupid like hard candy mints. I'm talking about like no, you're talking Hershey's about miniatures, like the yeah. little gold ones. Where you, and it's like and and the problem and the problem is I've already had I, I don't I when I'm eating breakfast at home it's either like a, a bowl of Cheerios or like one egg over easy over toast. Nothing. I don't. I know nothing really. But but when I go, the reason for going out for breakfast is I want three pancakes. I want with chocolate chips. Maybe if they have those really great waffles where they have the sort of cream cheese sort of base, whatever. What are you I will doing to that. me right now? Now I need to DoorDash some pancakes. That's the that's <laughs> the thing with pancakes. It's like there is a, there is like a system bit inside my operating system that is has the position need pancakes don't need pancakes and if that if that switch has been flipped into the one position like one one instead of zero i just need to get pancakes sometime in the next 3 days it's not like it's not like thinking hey you know what i haven't had like a really good piece of fried chicken in a while you know what sometime i should go out and get fried chicken no and this is no there's going to be an agenda for i'm planning on friday to get up early Enough to go to the good place for pancakes. And if I don't make it on Friday, I'm going Saturday. If I don't make it on Saturday. You're going to the good place? What happens if you go to the bad place for breakfast? uh, It's called (laughs) IHOP. (laughs) No, 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 Andy. It's called IHOB. Oh, sorry. Remember? It's the International House of Burgers. Yeah. Now. God. Breakfast, excuse me. Bre- Listen, see, I don't even know. Clearly, your marketing didn't work on me. Here, here I don't at even IHOP, know what's happening. we've proven categorically that we can even screw up something as simple and delicious as pancakes. Rather than let rest in our laurels, we're ready to screw up burgers as well. We, <laughs> know, you have, we know you have plenty of options locally to get a really great, fresh, interesting burger. We're here to ruin that for you by tricking yeah. you. Anyway. Uh, shall we go to an ad because we should we should probably start we got things to, we got stuff to talk yeah. about. yeah actually let's head into a quick little ad break here's a twofer enjoy this episode of material is brought to you by pingdom the company who makes website performance monitoring really easy everyone loves a fast website and pingdom is helping to keep your favorite sites online we've got netflix amazon spotify twitter buzzfeed slack these are just a few companies who trust pingdom to take care of their website monitoring websites can get pretty complicated but you can monitor any site transaction with pingdom stuff like user registrations logins checkouts and so much more pingdom cares about your users having the smoothest site experience possible and if disaster strikes you'll be the first to know. It's super easy to get started. All Pingdom needs is your URL, and they'll take care of the rest. That's it. 
Go to pingdom.com backslash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. When you sign up, use the code MATERIAL at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom for their support of the Material Podcast and RelayFM. This episode is brought to you by Linode. With Linode, you'll have access to a suite of powerful hosting options with prices starting at $5 a month. And you'll be up and running with your own virtual server in the Linode cloud in under a minute. Linode offers industry-leading performance with native SSD storage, a 40 gigabit network, and Intel E5 processors. They now have 10 data centers spread across the world, meaning you can serve your customers even quicker than before. They have an API that allows you to easily automate tasks or develop custom applications in the cloud. And everything is manageable via the command line. All the nodes pricing tiers feature hourly billing with a monthly cap on all plans and add-on services like backups and node balancers. Linode has fantastic pricing options available. Their plans start at one gig of RAM for only $5 a month, and they offer high memory plans starting with 16 gigabytes of RAM. As a listener of this show, if you sign up at linode.com backslash material, you'll not only be supporting us, but you'll also get $20 towards any Linode plan. On the one gig of RAM plan, that's four free months. And with a seven-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose. So go to linode.com backslash material to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. Or use the promo code material2018 at checkout. Thank you so much to Linode for supporting this show. Okay, so I told you that uh, I, I was leaving. For, uh, I left the house on Monday, taking and I was taking the late train out, which is great because you have the whole day to work on. And just as I'm sort of getting my mind re- mind into the mode of I should probably start like putting some things together, getting ready to like go get my train. I get should the work. I, 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 <laughs> so so I, I I check my phone I, I, I again. Because that day uh, the news came out that and here's officially Android is releasing Android P, uh, and so of course I've been refreshing my system update uh, on the phone just to see when it would come in, thinking maybe it'd come tomorrow, maybe the next day. It came and you got it already. Yeah, because I was I was kind of hoping it wouldn't because how many to, if if this were like a much 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 more expensive podcast we would have like a full staff and i could just simply send them an email saying i'm going to need a montage of every time in the past three or four years i've said now remember don't install a major major system update on the first day it's released particularly if you're going to go travel because you need your phone to do so many things right. and if and you you never know if you're you you count on your ride sharing app and maybe your ride sharing app has a bug with something else you're doing it and then you're stuck so you know you can just show a little bit of self discipline and wait a few days and we would need a montage of that and then i would after that we play that montage i would say so of course instead of spending like the last th- two or three hours uh, cleaning the house or doing all this all the stuff that I should probably be doing before leaving I was foolishly installing a huge new system update on my phone upon which I would be heavily relying for pretty much 40% of everything that needed to get done on my trip uh, I'm in the end I'm glad I did it because oh my god do I love Android P I've I've I've, I've tried the beta really okay because yeah. I'm installing it right now as we are talking Okay. And that's why I need I need you to tell me why you like it, why you love it. Because I have just heard people be like, oh, Android P, what is this? By the way, it's Pi. It's Android Pi. So we yes. have to call it Pi now. Yes. Um, I, and, you know, we, we probably, I, 
I know that I was advocating uh, Android Pez. I, I stand by that advocacy. I would have argued strongly for that. Where, where I, did I have pull in? Uh, if I had pull and influence within the Google organization, but maybe that's something we could have foreseen, given that a key technology for apps is going to be slices. <laughs> so you could say pie slices. We probably could have figured that out. Uh, but the and but the other cool thing is that like uh, previously, like and some of these previous uh, 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 releases, like okay, a Android O Oreo. Now, Oreos are, Oreos are nice, but what if you don't like Oreos? With Android P, just with Andy, I ate a new flavor of Oreo every day for the last 52 weeks. Okay. <laughs> I just yeah. want to say, because no. we've been doing this shtick and all about Android, <laughs> and I learned to love Oreos this year, and I will tell you, you I am wait. now an Oreo expert. You, you learned to love Oreos? You had to well, learn. Well, I've always loved Oreos, okay, but like you really, you really got to love them to want to try them in every possible flavor that exists on Earth. And okay, there's a there lot of them. Now, there are a lot of variations of pie as well. Yeah. Because pie doesn't have to be sweet. It could also be savory. Again, as as a mutual fan of the British baking show, <laughs> that you know, it, when, it, when it's when it's pie week, see, you're you're hoping this going to be oh good, there's going to be like apple pies and lemon meringue pies and lattice pies and blueberry pies, but then they say for your first for your first one, you're going to have to bake a savory pie with fish and eels using a technique that's only been used in the Victorians when the pies were only for poor people. Like no, give me give me oh, apple yeah. pie and ice cream and <laughs> see. This is why I love to play like medieval kind of RPG games because I get to just eat slop, which is so <laughs> realistic. Uh, anyway, you're, you're sorry, an Android you're pie. You're an American. You have so many opportunities to eat slop without having to go back in time. Just go. Hey, just go hey, to your, I went go to, to your public local elementary school. <laughs> sorry, it's terrible. I'm sorry. No, no. I... <laughs> I, see... Feed our children better. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, may, may, uh, I, I'm I'm officially deploying my irrelevancy card for the for the episode. Yep, and again, second week in a row that I have used all of your cards <laughs> up on our show. So really, thank you, Andy. I appreciate. I was I was at a party that was in tribute of someone whose uh, whose thing was uh, like a, it was an elderly guy who, every time he saw his grandparents, he would uh, excuse me, his grandchildren. He would bring uh, like these Peggy, you know, those Peggy Lawton like three cook, three chocolate chip cookies and a cellophane pack. Yeah. And so, as sort of like a party favor, there was like every table had like this basket of these wrapped cookies. And every time there is something magical about these hard, never fresh, in a really hard to open container of trio of cookies that because these they had these in the school cafeteria. <laughs> Like once once a week, that would be like here's and you know here's here's your meat here's your meatloaf here's your gray gray green beans and here's a two or three pack of these Peggy Lawton cookies, and there's just something about the I love opening them I like biting into them I like they're ten dollars the, for three of them that's three dollars a cookie. Where okay I'm sorry I forgot you live in the Bay Area where it's, yeah the economy is I, a little bit skewed towards people with an equity well, position. Well, also in the I had to look online. This is apparently a New England favorite. Man, we are really tossing in the not on topic card today. See, we we, we have we, we have to we have to fill time because all we have to talk about is a major new update to Android and a a keynote release to uh, one of the most popular Android phones and uh, yeah. up there. But I'll, right. So that's 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 all I'm saying because we're we're talking about this we're talking about like you know uh, public school food sometimes it's not just about 
how high quality these things are. True. It's food food is also about how you how it makes you feel, what kind of an experience you might have shared mm-hmm. with other people who enjoyed this food. And so yes, anyway, in New England there, there was a lot of I don't know in New England I don't know how much it cost them for like one case of these cookies, but there was so much joy in that room. Just the your first exposure to Peggy Lawton cookies in a while because it's really they're not necessarily easy to find. You can get them if you want them, but they're not easy to find anyway. Uh, but yeah, so. <laughs> Android Pie, uh, so yeah, so we could we could have seen that happening, but I see I love it for so many reasons. Most of uh, much of which are the new launcher. Uh, I love it. It is such a really important enhancement, and uh, I know that something is a new feature is really working for me if it totally disrupts a feat a, a means of doing things that I, I have to do like several times a minute when I'm using a phone. It's totally different. But I'm enjoying it, even though even when I'm looking for I'm trying I, I'm instinctively want to tap a but uh, tap a home button or look for the, a stack of little tiles representing individual apps. And it takes it took me like two or three days to like get over that, even though that even though there was that the amount of time that I was that I was quickly getting to the app I wanted or making the app do what I wanted it to do. And all this travel time and all this stuff from getting from one meeting to another, my goodness, it's so cool. The, 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 when you when you when you tap and flick up, and now you see this these uh, uh, Palm OS style uh, switchers that are just cars going left to right. Uh, the ability to suddenly switch just without having to go to like a centralized concierge because I'm I'm in uh, I'm I'm like ma- waiting for my rideshare. Uh, and I'm just re- and I'm also reading something in the Kindle app. The ability to simply swipe left. I'm I'm, ch- I'm checking on the right share, swipe right, and get back into my book. That's wonderful. When uh, I'm uh, when I'm uh, doing something that uh, like I'm actually editing this <laughs> editing t- today's show notes. Like while I'm waiting for my train to arrive last night uh, at in, in DC, and I can just uh, I, it's not I'm I'm just standing in line. I'm waiting. And I don't need. I don't really want to pull out my iPad, but hey, now I've got an extra uh, ten minutes to kill because it's been delayed a little bit. And just the ability to say, well, I'll just the ability to simply hold down on the charm, the the app icon charm over the that little uh, that little uh, the the sheet that represents the app when you in the switcher, and just all these most important and useful features of the app switcher are right there underneath that charm. You get a drop down menu that says pin this uh, uh, split screen and here and get to the app info. And just it wouldn't have necessarily occurred to me to split screen things. But the fact that it's right there, I'm thinking, well, actually, since I'm standing here, I can just split screen Chrome with uh, uh, Chrome and, uh, and, and Google Docs and actually get stuff done and just making sure I'm pasting in links and doing all this other cool stuff. Just on and on and on. I just if it's just the app switcher, that would have been worth the uh, worth the enhancement. This, this is I'm just I'm in awe right now, Andy. You're the first person that I've come across that has really felt enthusiastically about what is now known as Android Pie. I am, again, I'm still installing it right now. It's going to take a while. It's, it's going to take a big, 45 This is like so. over a gig not, that's not, going on right now. Not only that, but it's going to have to percolate on your device for like another half hour or so. Percolate. You know what? That's fine. Uh, in fact, what I'm going to do is, too bad this isn't live because then I could just say, <laughs> actually, it's good that this isn't live because <laughs> <laughs> as you can see, Andy and I like to go, off tangent, <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm not, I'm not willing to. It's almost like we can't, like as a community, we can't have like the right discussion about this for at least another couple of weeks, because if if I uh, the thing is I'm I, I'm experienced enough 
that uh, with my own uh, uh, social uh, social inadequacies that I have I have in the in the past, hopefully the non-recorded past, done things like oh, I just can't I can't believe that Apple like made the made the Apple menu like just a black apple and not colored not not, not colorful as it used to be. That sucks. I hate this. And so now, now that that Andy plus like maybe two years more of experience in life would say, okay, you do legitimately hate it. That's fine. But hate Andy, uh, I as usual. Just uh, anytime you feel you think the word hate, you might want to develop that a little bit more because hate is such a strong word. But let's p- table past that. Maybe it's just that it's so different, it's distracting you. And in a couple of weeks, you'll realize that it really doesn't mean anything. And then you'll be able to uh, see this in proportion to the to the entirety of the update. We don't like change. We we do not deal well with change, especially when it comes to tech stuff. Uh, you know, we say that we want innovation and all of that, mm-hmm. and then it happens, and we go, "What's going on?" Yeah, that's that, that's true. And there's also the thing where um, there's there can be such a big gulf between enthusiasts slash power users and people uh, who have the same relationship to their computers and software and phones as I do towards cars. Mm-hmm. Where to me, a car is a practical, functional item. I don't think about it until it stops working or until they. I get until I get a rental car, and it's one of those ones where, again, the sent they, they decide to put the speedometer and all the indicators like again out of these out of the standard spot on the dashboard, and they put it in the center console. So now I don't know how speed I'm going at until I look to the right, and it's like, why did you? I, I don't want you to change anything. I just want a damn car. I don't. I want a car that doesn't distract me from where I, my mind should be while I'm driving, which is what I'm going to say at the uh, talk I'm going to be giving tomorrow, as opposed to of course safety and driving so yeah so it's like if you don't if all you're expecting the the phone to do is uh run facebook run slack and and, and get you text messages and facetimes when you need them and you really don't care about the oh my, oh my god now i can do split screens and edit show notes for a for for a podcast uh, in two in two screens on a not even on a large screen device but on like a first generation pixel maybe you're just focusing on how now switching between apps takes actual thought whereas it used to be programmed in a muscle memory Hmm. you know i can't really again i can't really speak to android pie because i haven't used it yet because (laughs) i i was too scared to upgrade to do the whole beta process because of all the smart home iot stuff that i'm doing i really wanted to have all the apps that i use uh i really wanted to have them work yeah and um not to mention that sometimes Sometimes I really don't want to deal with the slowdowns of the system trying to figure out what to do, if that makes sense. Like I get I get really worried that I'm just going to like something bad's going to happen. I haven't had a very positive experience going through a beta time with Android. The last two times I've done it, the flow, the phone got so slow on me and so buggy that uh, I was just frustrated. So I'm waiting. No, absolutely. I'm. I, even I'm not so stupid as to put a beta on any device that I'm counting on to be anything than more than a decorative object. It's like the, 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 great, the great thing they have uh, no company has released a beta of an operating system that was so bad that like your phone doesn't still look like a beautiful phone. It, it, it doesn't actually crumble into dust uh, like uh, the uh, the American German turncoat in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade who picks the wrong cup. That that's 
Grant, I, that's the sort of stuff that if you install the developer version, like that's the sort of stuff that Google catches almost immediately when they install like a working build and suddenly uh, their phone in their hand turns into a crumbling, drying, shrieking skull. They said, maybe we shouldn't put this in the beta channel. That's the kind of company that Google is. I, I have confidence. But yes, and you're also smart for not necessarily putting the production version on the first on it the first week because like we are every single the the first the people who install the first week or two uh, we are all the extended beta group that's when they go from hundreds of thousands of users to millions of users and maybe that's one of the pluses of why <laughs> like uh, we again let's be glass half full people instead of having to defend ourselves <laughs> I, I i tweeted about like how much i was enjoying <laughs> android, uh, android pie and of course because like most of my twitter followers are like iphone users they're like oh yeah jesus i i'd I love to get it on my phone when it get, finally gets released for other devices in about a year and a half oh i know i know it, I have to say, okay, you maybe have a point there, but that's why I have a Pixel phone. But okay, but that's why Project Treble was introduced, and so if your manufacturer is not using it, cough Samsung, cough. You need to talk to your manufacturer about that because Google has obviously built something here to make this work. You know, and the uh, uh, let's give it up for Essential. They. Uh, they uh, the day that Google announced that uh, Android P was uh, was excuse me, I said I don't want to okay you're right you know what Pi. I should I should say Pi no I I have no problem between switching between Android O and Oreo but given that P over a broadcast can also be translated into a three letter word perhaps I should sort of train myself to say Pi to make sure that we're not talking about anyway. Uh, but yeah, let's give it up for Essential. The, the exact same day they announced, oh, by the way, and it's also available for Essential Phone. So if you've... <laughs> and that, that's an Andy Rubin move. I mean, that he's right. like, of course I want us to be out with everybody because he knows it's going to matter to all of the Android users out there. Yeah. The really hardcore diehard ones. Um, unfortunately, I don't know how many of those people are buying phones because... Yeah. I think it was what only eighty k. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and now uh, the we, we didn't cover it last week, but I guess there was a uh, a, uh, a time limited deal for now you get an essential phone for two hundred ninety nine dollars with every accessory that we're not we're not talking about a closeout or a refurb. We're talking about we have it appears that we have a lot of new stock that wasn't a wasn't moving. But I, if you know what, if this allows them to get enough attention and enough like new like budget phone users to get them to the second version of the essential phone, I'm all for it because that's. But but you're you're right. Treble that's the that's the brand new underlying uh, framework for uh, the Android operating system. So that uh, the the idea being that. Uh, all the as the in a in a perfect world where everything in the in the presentation slides about trouble is absolutely true and actually turns out as intended. Uh, if you are a phone maker, all you have to do is create one treble. The the, the one huge development project will be uh, creating a treble architecture compatible version of Android, and then every succeeding version will require quick up it won't be a huge project it'll be just simply it'll be a much much simpler basis so that instead of waiting a year and a half for every single component of your operating system to be updated and checked you can just hopefully get it done sometime before the next generation of your phone platform is released uh, which would be the uh, a solution to the biggest still uh, (laughs) the big the biggest complaint about android that will still completely shut me up and say okay you do have a point there (laughs) It is. It does. It does stink to have to buy Pixel phones 
lar- to, that if if you really want to be able to use the cool features if you immediately to have to get a pixel phone yeah but um but at the same time i mean and we're going to talk about this in just a bit but everything that was announced for samsung's new phone uh it it makes me wonder if it's even possible to like code to that because of everything else that's going on um well samsung is samsung is different they they are the ones that they they would be really really happy if people who buy Samsung Galaxy phones didn't really totally appreciate that they're running an Android phone that they're they want them to think they're running a Samsung phone and mm-hmm. only until it was only until pretty recently that they even bothered to really undertake material design as opposed to we're going to promote our Samsung design aesthetic and how 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 many years were we wondering if they were about to switch the entire platform to Tizen uh, instead of uh, Tizen the like their the the alternative operating system that is not android and they use on like their smart watches and stuff it looks exactly the same as the android interface that they have going on their other devices mm. um but anyway so i have to also note one thing as i'm watching my system update installing <laughs> screen slowly crawl by is that the the underlying like message of Android nine Pi is, or the underlying objective or whatever it is, is that powered by AI to make your smartphone smarter, simpler, and tailored to you. So I just want to bring up that real focus on <laughs> AI right there and just really put it in front of everybody there that this is what Google is about. Yeah. It is no longer about the <laughs> smartphone operating system wars. It's no longer about outdoing the iPhone for whatever reason. It's about leveraging this AI and using it to the fullest, which is why we are finding AI infused in so many different portions of Google hardware. Yeah. And ultimately, I mean, ultimately the next phase of our consumer tech lives is choosing which artificial intelligence we we take on no that that's just to go super deep for you there no 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 that's 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 a that's a great point particularly because one of the coolest features that apple's been demoing about uh, their next version of ios is the idea that we will not only do we have brand new for ios a way that you can create your own sort of scripts slash actions although it's not it's not like Mm -hmm. python it's like here's drag these legos together and tell us what to do and what steps and now the voice assistant can do all that stuff here automatically that's great that's uh, like ifttt right that that in itself would be great and uh, would also inspire if if you really are like the glass half full person. Oh, that's fine, great. So Apple just made their own version of, of if this then that. Way to go, Apple. Then say, oh, but let's go to the next slide. Our artificial intelligence or machine learning will build these for you automatically, so that not only will it create these steps, but it will actually suggest that hey, I, <laughs> would you would you like since you seem to be leaving the house for your appointment in forty five minutes, would you like me to turn off the air conditioning and the house lights to preload uh, uh, Apple Maps for your for your for your, uh, for your destination, and also text ahead to you to your boss slash spouse slash whatever that you're on your way and what your ETA is, <laughs> and then you look at you that can, screen you can thoughtfully schedule and say, this by the way yes. on the google assistant this exactly. is perfectly but, schedulable but, uh, and uh, so one of the things that i've been sort of uh keeping my eye on they have now uh, part of uh, android pie are these predictive slash suggested actions where it's going to try in the 
I don't know what the I don't know what what phony baloney word they're calling they're calling it, but essentially the the concierge part of the operating system that they're hoping you're supposed you'll switch to, as opposed to trying to uh, go back to your central experience being a a row of uh, application icons. Uh, there will be like a little deck of actions that it thinks might be relevant here uh and i don't know that uh, i've only i had only been using it for a couple of days so maybe it will become smarter in time it seemed to be about i don't know about 50 50 where like there's a uh, i was having a, a i was hanging out with alex Lindsay a lot and so before long there was a predictive button that said message alex Lindsay, which was which was really cool um i'm not sh- i'm wasn't paying. Cl- I, I didn't have. It, it only had like two days worth of experience on what my routine is, uh, so wasn't able to say. Oh, do you do you want to turn on the turn on the lights back at home to make sure that people think that you're <laughs> that you're actually at home and and watching YouTube videos until two a.m. instead of working? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. Because we'll I've noticed happens. that this is how you enjoy your nights at home. <laughs> I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. <laughs> yeah, I- anyway. <clears throat> Andy, but it's, it's not me about and me. anime every about... day. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I'm see, this you. is uh, we we've we've heard about uh, like Samsung got in so much trouble. Now that I'm thinking about this, got in so much trouble uh, when they realized that uh, if they really want to get great like first generation reviews, they know that like all the reviewers are probably going to be doing benchmarks. So let's add code to the like the standard build to be able to detect when our phones are being benchmarked and go into this fake high performance would never ever ever happen in real life mode to inflate those numbers. Well, at some point, if, if things get super super competitive, maybe they're going to realize that well we have this wonderful predictive scheduling. And but the thing is, most of the people reviewing these phones like staff positions at newspapers and even websites are going away where basically the reviewers are all going to be freelancers so we have to they, they don't get up at a certain time they don't they don't show up at an office at a certain time they don't have to be in a conference room so how are we going to how can we game this system so it's like hey there's a there's a brand new tech mode video out i assume that you want me to clear your schedule not only for the 15 minutes it's going to take you to watch this but also for the hour and 20 minutes after that where you're just flicking through <laughs> Like old Jim Henson show videos and other things that you remember that you love that haven't thought about in five or ten years. That's going to be the real sophistication of brute force fraudulent marketing powered by machine learning. <laughs> brute force fraudulent marketing. Oh boy, um, I feel like that's a great way for us to transition into our next ad well, break. No, let's, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, but I'll just, <laughs> I'll just give you a few more. I know, we've, I'll, I'll, a, a, a few last impressions. Again, this is based on three days, only three days of full time stuff. Um, I did have to on my Pixel One. I was surprised I didn't get the new micro. They, they, one of the biggest visual changes is that you no longer have the home, back, and uh, app switcher buttons at the bottom deck of the screen. Now it's. Uh, like a tic-tac-sized home button that reminds you you can just swipe to go back and forth, and a much, much smaller back button. So, number one, I didn't get those when I first rebooted. That's actually, I guess, to make sure that it doesn't discombobulate too many people immediately, that's a feature you kind of have to turn on in settings to switch the the standard uh, navigation buttons. But also, I wish the back button weren't quite so small, uh, there are times where I was instinctively looking for it, but couldn't find it. It was right there. I just wasn't used to it being this tiny little like micro line. Oh, that's of right. I have guts. to deal with that. That's going to be my new life tonight. Yeah. Once I get this update, I'll get. I'm, I'm getting used to it. It's not a problem. But given that the back button is still kind of important, I wish that hadn't been uh, a big deal. Um, but the uh, the it's so many little things I like. Like uh, I'll I'll just talk about like battery management. 
Like I like the <laughs> I like the fact that now when you plug it into a charger, it makes a boom, boom that little noise that that uh, that now confirms that Andy, no, you 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 have not just. Uh, plugged in a USB three cable into the phone that is not connected to a charger at the other end. <laughs> you, you and can't... then didn't get up the next day because your alarm didn't go off. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, but also, like, I love the little things that they've done. Like uh, now, the battery warn. The... <laughs> I was so pleased the first time I, the battery dipped, dipped down to fifteen percent, and you're used to battery warnings of battery fifteen percent. Connect right. to charger soon. Now it's like conversational. It's like your battery is kind of low right now. You might want to you might want to extend the battery life by plugging into a chart. And it's it's it's, it's better it's better hey, written buddy, than that. Hey buddy, I have some advice for you. You should charge your phone. <laughs> it's not see it's not like, you know, if, if you have ever had that person in your life who's every every piece of advice was uh in, in its way, its own way to get some digs in at you. Hey, idiot. Your phone's at 15% now. I don't want you having your phone run out when you're trying to, when you need to, 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 to get an Uber back to the airport. Because that's exactly the sort of thing you do. You would forget to do it. And then, oh, look, oh, guess what? You also didn't pack a charger, did you? So who's going to have to come and pick you up? It's going to be me. And am I going to say no? No, because I'm the responsible one. And that's a lot this to put into future. one error sheet. Yeah. This is our f- glimpse into your future, ladies and gentlemen, because Andy is laying it all out here for you right now. This is what it's going to be like. No, it isn't. I'm, I'm kind. I'm, I'm warm. I'm loving. I'm, care- I'm caring. No, not you. I mean AI. Oh, it's going to okay, get okay, all bossy thought, and, and naggy and just, you know, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought, I, I thought you were implying that I'm the sort of irresponsible person who would let their phone uh, die down and then... I, I, like like the oh, sort of person for, not. For, for for whom the the scenario that I just outlined is not was not a real life situation <laughs> that has happened to me at least once because well, when it happened to me I went into I went to a number of stores until I could buy a charger and charge back anyway uh, but uh, I just I'll just I'll just say that overall uh, I was surprised to find that um, it's not as though I was thinking about switching to the iPhone anytime soon, but Apple's been doing so many really cool things with both the hardware and the operating system that it really has gotten my attention. And I could certainly foresee a time where the uh, the, the the things that are unique to the iPhone are more interesting to me than the things that are unique to uh, to Android. Uh, but this has uh, Android Pie has really gotten me excited about getting uh, a Pixel Three, uh, whereas that was something that I was probably going to buy later this year. Now it's something that I'm almost definitely going to get a Pixel Three because because you're excited for the for the new experience. I'm, I'm excited about. I, I know that this new uh, experience is going to be is going to make me happy for at least the next two or three years. I have a Pixel One. Uh, which means that it's pro- by this time next year, next year might yep. be the last update it gets, or excuse me, the last update it's guaranteed to get. Uh, yep. And I'm also keen to see what they will put into the Pixel Three to uh, that's the, what what feature what future features they are anticipating in the hardware of the Pixel Three. So it's all in all, I'm just I'm just saying, Android Pie might not be for everybody, but. I really, really dig it. I'm really, really happy I installed it. I'm very, again, as dumb as an idea as it was to say you've got a business trip coming <laughs> and in literally five hours. Is this the time I to just install? canceled, by the way, the software update because I realized I I'll have a review I need to finish today. And I would like <laughs> for my app to continue working. And I just don't know. So I'm just going to, I'm going to also hold off, I think, until the weekend 
and do that switchover. But I'm very excited to delve into this new. And, you know, I really think, Andy, the way that you presented it gives me, it really helps me see the glass half full about this new world, this new way of using Android. Excellent. We have a very exciting ad break today because this episode of Material is brought to you by Inboard Technology, the genius behind the motorized M1 skateboard. Inboard's flagship M1 eboard is set apart from the pack by its innovative industry-leading features, and it's sleek, yet rugged design. Instead of being layered like other boards, the M1 eboard deck is made from a single block of wood and wrapped in fiberglass, making it the most advanced skateboard deck ever developed. The board has the glide of a traditional skateboard with a power and freedom of an electric motor. Sounds fun. The remote has a simple intuitive design and the safety trigger means you don't have to worry about any accidental takeoffs. Woo. You can ride long after the sun goes down too with the only e-board that has integrated LED lights on the front and tail for a safer ride. You can seriously upgrade your commute with one of these boards. Forget spending ages stuck in traffic or looking for a parking space. Just pick up your board and head to work. And if your commute is just fine, you might just want a fun way to get around your neighborhood. It's great for that too. For limited time only, save $100 on your purchase of the M1 eBoard by heading to inboardtechnology.com and using the code material100 at checkout. Get the board, try it for 14 days, that's two weeks, and if it's not for you, just send it back. With that easy return policy, if you've always wanted to try out a motorized board, now is the time to do it. That's inboardtechnology.com and use the code material100 to save $100 for a limited time only. Go there now. You won't regret it. Thanks to Inboard Technology for their support of the Material Podcast. So if I sound more tired than usual, it's because I got up very early today (laughs) to basically live speak. (laughs) <laughs> Call it live speak. Live speak. Uh, the Samsung Note Nine event that happened this morning slash this afternoon in New York City, and I have to say, time and time again, I find Samsung's DJ Co to just be such a presence on stage, even through video. That man can command a room, and I, I just want to very quickly commend Samsung for finding somebody that really knows how to deliver really knows how to deliver yeah. and, a and, keynote and and usually that would be said in a sarcastic tone of voice when it comes no, to no i'm like, not tech being keynotes. sarcastic no, at I, all I, i'm not saying you were i'm just i just want to clarify for the audience that <laughs> that he's yes. really good he's really good at just like connecting with you through the camera and just being like i really believe in this product i believe in my company i believe in my people behind this product and so you don't want to say anything bad about his product because you're like <laughs> You are so happy about this, and I am not going to sit here, and I'm not going to sit here and do anything bad. I I have to ask one question, because I I didn't watch the live stream. I was sleeping. I got caught up by reading all the press releases and everything else. Right. So I'm tired. it 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 makes me optimistic, based on your reaction, that there wasn't a Samsung super, super sexist user case scenario involved in here oh they had like no women on stage i think there was one woman presenter and then it was the the rest was all dudes but i mean that's but they but they weren't they yeah but it wasn't like like previous samsung keynotes where they have one woman like on a a part of the keynote saying here's what i like about the new samsung galaxy s4 with the selfie camera i can fix use it as a mirror to fix my makeup and also i can use the voice assistant to to create a nail appointment 
So I would say that Samsung has really taken the approach of just show show and tell instead of bringing all these like hijinks of like actors and stuff (laughs) on stage and trying to do, you know, all this ambitious stuff. They just put little, what they did is put little stations, like user stations um, around the stage. And then when they were testing like the Samsung decks, they went over to a monitor and showed you how that that new decks adapter works. Uh, When they walked over to you know, another side, they, oh yes, that's right. They had a new little speaker come out today. (laughs) (laughs) I just remembered. So yeah, it was, it was a very interesting, like, let's divvy this up by experience and what you can do with these different products and kind of announce them in that way, which is just a nice and neutral way of having a tech keynote. But I would say as far as really, uh, commanding, I would say as far as really entertaining me, (laughs) It was not what I would say entertaining. It was definitely informative. If <laughs> that's, if that makes that's, sense. No, that's that's good. I've been I've been at like uh, Samsung uh, events where they packed Radio City Music Hall with yeah. like, uh, like 3000 people days. and it wasn't and it wasn't about we <laughs> Yeah, I, my my favorite keynotes are the ones where there are like two or three hundred people that are going to be explaining very very technical stuff to like people who aren't as interested in uh, tech stuff. They want to know like the the practical stuff ab- about it. So they will actually tell you here's what the capacity is. Here's how this works. Here's our thinking behind this feature, as opposed to. <laughs> like we've we've invited two th- we've invited uh, in, in, we've invited uh, three hundred journalists uh, three hundred uh, analysts and two thousand people who just started a tech blog or tech YouTube channel two months ago. <laughs> hold on, Andy. Hold on. You missed Mr. Doodle. Actually, I forgot to mention. I missed Mr. So, Doodle. Okay. Doodle, Mr. Doodle, Mr. Doodle, Mr. Doodle is an artist who I'm guessing is from the UK because I said I think I heard an accent on him. Um, from that region. And he was wearing this decked out white suit that was, it was all just, it just had drawings on it. And his, his drawing aesthetic is very Keith Haring like, so very, you know, just like these, these little characters doing things, you know, cutesy little characters. Um, I mean, granted Keith Haring was all about the social justice. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what Mr. Doodle's stick is, but I will tell you, Mr. Doodle well, was—he's he's, he's doing corporate events, so maybe he's yeah. not quite so woke I, in his in his business right, plan. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, he was—he was safe enough to bring on stage to do a live demo with the S Pen and kind of show how that all works. So. You know, he he served his duty, but yes, Mr. Doodle. Okay, Mr. Doodle was the one entertainment factor of the Samsung <laughs> event. And so, I was entertained. Okay. <laughs> so because sometimes you do need to be kept one does need to be kept awake during these Listen, things. Listen, I needed something. Away. Yes. Yeah, just give me something. And I what is eight in the morning for us in the West Coast, okay? That's true. I had to get on the road at six. Yep. It's not easy going to Sonoma at that time in the morning, let me tell you. Yeah, see that again again we get back to the concept of like they know that the person who's going to be like blogging or writing the news piece or the blog piece about this, what the context is going to be. And when when I'm at the event, it means that I've just woken up in a hotel room uh, that is much cleaner than like my my own home uh, in a bed that's much bigger cozy. and much nicer. I, I might have even have had like breakfast served to me. Uh, and so I'm in a very, very good mood. If I had to wake up like two and a half hours early, drive for like an hour and a half up I-95, find a place to park 
and then all that now get into a line i might be oh i-95 i wouldn't wish on anybody that's just that's just asking yeah. for it all right, but let's, let's go back to the uh, Galaxy Note 9. It, it's, it sounded as though like a lot of the basic stuff hasn't not like a notable uh, improvement over last year's stuff, uh, last year's uh, Note, uh, where the, C, the processing power is about the same, the screen is about the same, it's a little bit bigger, but not really notable. Um, the same sort of biometrics, uh, though they did the, they did move the fingerprint sensor, so it doesn't automatically cause you to smudge the camera lens every time you try to unlock your phone. Um, the uh, the uh, battery big improvement. So e even though you you have what you would expect that a CPU and a screen that's not going to take up a lot more power than last year's model, now it's a four thousand milliamp hour battery instead of uh, instead of uh, thirty four hundred thirty three hundred last year. Uh, I think so it was 35. 35? Okay. So, yeah. but, but more, definitely. Uh, the cameras are, pr are, again, pretty much the same. Um, but there's still some nice improvements. Uh, now, <laughs> like, they've improved the price uh, for people who are worried that if they don't use all of their hardware budget, uh, that they're going to have a low, lower budget next year. Good news on that score. The <laughs> it's available in uh, two configurations uh, that are $999. So, not, not more, not, not 1000 $999 or $1,250. Uh, that's with uh, six or eight megabytes of system RAM, 128 or 512 gigabytes of storage. I'm seeing a lot of markers here that are completely identical to the MacBook Pro in front of me right now. That's how much storage and that's how much system RAM is in my MacBook. Uh, that's that's interesting. That might that's be how much system RAM is in my laptop that we're talking on right now. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. A uh, water a water cooled CPU. Uh, yeah, I know that was just very like oh my god. Remember when we used to put those things in PCs? Yeah. So so clearly they're so clearly they're there there are a couple of things that I that think all this stuff is pointing to that they want to make sure that this is going to be like the ultimate gaming phone. Uh, so uh, as a, mm. at, at the same time announcing that, uh, you know, hopefully I, I, I don't get I game on my phone, but it's basically like checking. Oh, no, I'm, I'm pre reacting to what you're I think you're about to okay, say. OK, Fort, Fortnite. OK, Fortnite. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm pre -reacting. first on 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 sense on Samsung. Uh, so first you'll release be on Android exclusive yeah. to Galaxy users. So right. it's exclusive to the Galaxy App Store just for anybody who's listening who has okay. a Samsung phone. So that so that means so that means that maybe this will be the only Android version of Fortnite that is slightly less likely to be crapped up with malware because I don't Oh yeah, I actually don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> well, wait and see. Okay, I, I'm, I, act, I'm, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't all, know. All, all, I'm, all I'm saying is there I thought that was pretty stupid that uh, <laughs> well, they thought, didn't I, make it clear what what the trajectory was. They didn't make it clear who they were going to give Fortnite to. Yeah, like at Epic Games, if you haven't been following this, uh, is uh, br uh, they're bringing Fortnite to Android. That's good. But and here is uh, the the explicit words from Epic Games uh, through an interview, a, a frequently asked questions file that they posted on Eurogamer.net. Uh, that uh, they they're sick and tired of, of giving uh, the Google Play Store thirty percent of all of their uh, game purchases. Uh, so to be able to hold on to that 30%, they are making people go to a website <laughs> to download an APK file, and you can't install it until you flip that switch that says, oh, by the way, allow apps that have not been downloaded from the Google Play Store. Right. Uns allow, allow these unsigned apps to run on your device. So uh, they didn't, uh, and that there was a lot of... Uh, 
very pointed questions asked about this when this rumor first hit a couple of weeks ago, including what incredibly superhuman uh, uh, technology and thought are you putting into the possibility that uh, that bad people are going to create like mirror sites so that if people are being told, oh, just go to a website and download the APK to make sure they're not being tricked into downloading a malware infected version, a cracked version of this uh, and installing it on their phones, given that you epic games are telling people to please download a file off the internet off a website and turn off the protections that protects you from all the google play style screening so okay that's that's definitely a way to go i mean i don't know if it's like i I saw a lot of i know we're not supposed to like super go into depth in depth about this but um Okay, well, I'm not going to go in depth. Then I'm just going to say, you know, Samsung did this because they just want to show everybody that their phones are for gaming. Right. Boom. That's my opinion. So, yeah, or... Like maybe the thirty percent they were trying to recover, if they they maybe they already made that all back by simply saying we will put it on the Google Play Store in twenty nineteen, but in twenty eighteen you can only get it through the Samsung Store because clearly they didn't just give that away. They didn't just simply give Samsung exclusivity window. Anyway, I think they did. Uh, then they're dumb. <laughs> that's that's dumb. That's it's it's one of the know. hottest we'll, games we'll in the world. We'll find out. We'll find out. I'm just I'm just. Being... I think there's already links going around the net anyway with like the APK. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, it's just it's interesting to the Note Nine is interesting to note not because it is a brand new you know phone from Samsung, but because of what it does to the industry as a whole. Because the more Samsung makes these sort of like marketing moves, the more it will start to inform the decisions of the other companies that are vying for our money. Hmm. So you know, I am at. What if this exclusivity thing like becomes a thing? I, I can ima- I can understand why so many people were, you know, up in arms about this. What is this like water cooling? That's crazy. Like that's another thing that we're not talking about. But yeah. the fact that there's a giant battery in this, like, does this finally mean that we're gonna get giant batteries in our phones? Or is this just what we have to expect from performance phones? And are we gonna have to pay this massive premium? Because I mean a thousand dollars is a lot of money yeah. for a phone. And I I bought the Pixel 2 and it's it's perfect enough for me. It was it cost me under 700, which I think is I that's how much I'm willing to spend uh annually to have a new phone. That's how much I budget, but like any more than that is not possible cuz it's yeah. so much money. And so I feel like anybody who's going to be buying this phone outright should just hold on to it for 3 years because I want to see where this is in 3 years. I feel like I feel like there's some future proofing here. But I feel like the thing that's not going to future-proof it is the software, which really sucks. Because like you look at the hardware, and like you said, this is a lot like the MacBook you have on your desk. But damn it, if it's not going to be like taken down by lack of software updates, you know, inconsistencies. I don't know. I'm I'm ranting now, yeah, no, but this no, is that's, but, that's, you know, it's it's. A, I mean, the uh, the weird thing is, I, I'm totally with you. It's like. Uh, <laughs> My head might be turned by the uh, by the Pixel Three XL, but there is. Uh, I think that over the years we've been sort of programmed to think that six to seven hundred dollars is the price of uh, like a top tier like premium phone. Yeah, and and five hundred dollars is when you get to mid range and budget. But that's pretty mm-hmm. much what you get if you want to get the newest one. It's going to cost six between six to seven hundred dollars, and that's been true for the past several years. Now both Apple and Samsung have been trying out this thousand dollar price level. Apple 
was able to justify it by saying we we're basically giving you next year's features this year by giving you face ID and these 3D camera and this new edge to edge display. Uh, and, and also because we're, and I don't mean this as a negative thing, but there are, uh, I think the core Apple user is someone who expects to spend more for what they feel yeah, is the premium advantage of, and that's fine. I think Samsung is having a little bit of a harder way to do this but with the note 9 they can say well this has always been the productivity phone this is not just for right. for this is not for someone who wants something to 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 get to, to do facebook on this is not something that oh i just dropped my phone in the toilet i'm going to go to verizon store and buy something else this has always been and they've and they've to be fair they've added a lot of features that kind of really go to that direction like when the less remarked about ones is now uh, you talked about the the dex dock that this mm-hmm. is that uh, they introduced like last year or they now a dock where if you plug the uh, if you plug their your phone into the dock uh, it basically uh, wakens up a, a new like user interface inside uh, the phone and now you're connecting it to you've got hdmi uh, display you've got a uh, you, you plug into an hdmi screen you're using a keyboard and a mouse and it opens up into like a desktop style interface and now you don't even need the dock to do that with the galaxy note 9 you just plug it into an external dis- external hdmi display and suddenly it's a desktop sort of thing um that's that's really nice i would be more interested in it if it were something if if google were saying oh by the way we we now have uh, chrome os available as a mode on high end Hmm. on certain high-end phones that have the capacity for it if you plug if you plug into uh, using a usb 3.0 hdmi adapter it will give it will basically turn this phone into a chrome os device a chrome os desktop any adapter not some proprietary dex adapter that you have to buy for your proprietary phone even though i know that's like a hot cool new thing to do so, so there are there are going to be people, and I was also when I was reading about this, I was also thinking about how like uh, this is one way in which maybe Apple it, it, Apple has sort of trained uh, at least its own users that of course there's nothing there's nothing unusual about spending three thousand dollars on a laptop right. that doesn't do anything unless you have a bag full of dongles to connect it to basically anything. Uh, so now there might be some people who are. <laughs> like looking at this Galaxy Note 9 and thinking, oh, but you know, you know what? I, I really think that I could travel with just the, with the size of the screen and the CPU and all this storage uh, and, and the fact that I can connect to a desktop. I bet I could just travel with just this from now on. Oh, but geez, I, I, wouldn't it be inconvenient to travel with a HDMI to th- USB 3.0 uh, adapter? Oh, wait a minute. I'd have to do that anyway on my MacBook. I may as well <laughs> put the money into this device instead. So we'll, we'll find out. But it's, at least they're trying to justify it. The really, the, I guess the the highlight feature is all the improvements they've made to the S Pen, uh, which yeah, yeah I've, and I I'm gonna I'm gonna come right out and say it. I think that there's no other feature that I like more than the feature that uh, if you buy like the blue version of the uh, Note Nine, it's it's yellow now. So it, yes, it's a pen. If you but buy it's the purple like one, it's purple. If you buy the black one, it's black. And I think there's like a crimson red one too that has like a really pretty crimson red pen but I, but I, but I, mean, I, want, I, like- I want i want the yellow pencil like i want them i want them to be able to like engrave like dixon ticonderoga number two on the side of it if there's oh, an aftermarket for that andy I'm- that's a great idea that's a side business for you for the yeah. next year it's a third party opportunity <laughs> yeah but and 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 but this then this is the, they've, they've also switched it to to work over bluetooth and this is this is where you get where marketing meets engineering this is genius because yeah. uh in addition to being an s pen so pressure sensitive not just hey scritchy scritchy scratchy but gives you uh, a, like almost like an apple pencil sort of thing uh 
but also uh, because it's Bluetooth, you can use it as a camera remote so that you can uh, click the shutter. You can switch camera modes with it. You can use it as a music remote. You can use it as a presentation remote. Millennial uh, friendly. Exactly. But you know what, you know what it also means? I have not seen uh, any information about their phone has, or the, pen, the phone has any sort of a Find My S Pen feature. So clearly... Part of the design of this is to ensure that you're probably you're gonna leave, leave your phone in the docking charger or whatever, and then like take the S Pen with you like to the uh, on, on on the sofa or in bed or whatever, and just use it to like navigate and like your music. And then you can't find it in a day, and they can't find it two days later, and you wind up having to buy an extra S Pen because it's such a tiny, tiny little like soda straw little thing that now you're being encouraged to not keep, not necessarily keep in the to. to carry away from the phone maybe only about like 10 feet but still that's enough so that if you can't if i can't there are times where if i can't find something in 45 minutes and i know i'm going to need it like for a presentation in two days if it's within the two-day shipping window for amazon i'll i might might buy another one just to hedge my bets that i won't just in case i won't be able to find it in the next day and a half before i have to leave for the airport so i think that this is a marketing opportunity you hear that samsung we're on to you you we, we we use our own old, old, old noodles up here. We're not uh, we're not just taking your your PR stuff. We're actually uh, doing pithy anal- analysis and commentary. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but okay, but it, it is cool that's doing this stuff. I also like the fact that they've opened, now there's actually a third party like API for using this Bluetooth S Pen. So maybe we'll be able to do even more things in the future. Harry Potter game, I'm sure, is in the works. <laughs> sure. Um, the, the, the somewhat bad news is that because it's like an active Bluetooth device and because it's again, tiny, the size of a soda straw, uh, they say that it's good for 30 minutes or 200 clicks, like away from, it still works when it's dead though. Oh, so it still still works as an S pen when it's dead, but like when the battery for the Bluetooth is dead, but it only takes 40 seconds to charge inside. It's, it's, it's crazy it's, i don't know i mean it's kind of cool it's kind of cool it's kind of crazy it's kind of like why didn't we think of that earlier that sounds like a really helpful feature yeah. um but in terms of what it if whether it moves the needle on android i don't particularly think so yeah it's 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 always been a really weird duck again the idea of uh, the not the note the, the first galaxy note was a really cool idea because it for, it was crazy, quote, yeah. crazy, stupid, and quote big, but it taught every phone manufacturer that people that having a tiny pocket-sized phone is not necessarily optimal, particularly because people are using it for so many things these days. And now the Galaxy Note still has still has staked out the turf of if you want a phone that's basically like basically makes your laptop or even your tablet optional, and you've got the coin for it. Here's what we will we will definitely let you maximize on that variable of power. And so there are people, I, I guess there are people who will not switch from a Galaxy Note because it, it is unique. I can't think of any, any other device that really is like a tablet in, the, in con- what could be conceivably argued to be the size of a phone. Although you might also conceivably argue that even I, Mr. Mr. Tactical Pants every single day, does not necessarily have enough pocket space for a ping pong paddle of a phone. I'm not I'm not interested in a phone this big. I'm not even interested in the purported Pixel 3 XL because I don't want anything big anymore. Yeah. The Pixel 2 has been the perfect size for me. I yeah. think I'm going to stay this small. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty much right for me. 
Um, yeah. Before we before we go away, one one quick piece of news because it's relevant probably to the uh, Note Nine. Uh, now uh, we don't necessarily go on rumors every single week unless they're particularly interesting. Uh, yeah. This quote rumor unquote about the Pixel Three XL is exceptionally <laughs> exceptionally interesting because apparently uh, somebody who was entrusted by Google to have a test outside of Google <laughs> uh, edition of the Pixel Three XL uh, has allowed this device to fall in the hands of a Ukrainian tech blogger. Uh, and we're not talking about there is a pictures, grainy pictures of a device that I don't know, I suppose could be uh, a Pixel 3 XL. It certainly looks like the CGI renders we've seen. No, I'm talking about boxed with Google logos on it, containing Google accessories. <laughs> and and also, uh, it's the... Uh, uh, I didn't. I did not know this until I uh, until I read this piece. Uh, they know that it's a that uh, I, I knew that uh, Google has a. They actually call a the, the dog food program, which is the now we want our we want people to actually be using it, testing these things in the field, and so we're going to let build some special editions. They could tell by, from like the screen captures that there, because there's a little paw, doggy paw print above the uh, above the, uh, uh, yes. the Chrome icon. So this was definitely a dog food <laughs> version. Um, so it allowed so it allows people now to sort of start they're complaining in instead of in late September, early October to start complaining about it in August. Uh, and you do have like a pretty big notch there. Some people are freaking out that it doesn't, this, the bottom of the screen doesn't go all the way to the bottom of the bezel. There's still a bit of a chin. Uh, he was, the blogger was of course able to get system info on it and has an eight core processor, uh, but oh, quote, but only four gigabytes of system RAM. So only the equivalent of a notebook computer about two years ago, not, Equivalent to what you get in an open computer today, uh, but I don't. I don't think it's ugly. It's it's in, it's interesting. I, I want to see like who gets if someone gets fired over this or what the other story is about this. Or does, did someone did, did did a UPS truck get like hijacked or something? I mean, I saw a UPS truck uh, dead on the road today, so uh. <laughs> it was a possibility. <laughs> did it, did it look like a Ukrainian job? No, <laughs> no, it did not. Was, it, was, uh, but, you did, know. was was there like a woman in like a very, very in a very very long red skirt with a very very fancy like uh, circular like rays of rays of sunlight headdress uh, as in a traditional Ukrainian festival like running away with her arms laden with shiny packages? That that, no, that would no, be the, no. I would I would absolutely follow up on that if you, that's what you saw. No, no, no. Yeah, which is why I didn't follow up on it. Uh, it wasn't that interesting. But I will say, um, you know, we hear these rumors and then what happens the day that the phone is announced, it comes out looking really nice. Yeah. So let's again, like the theme of today's show, let us keep our glasses half full. Indeed. And one way and if you are interested in like helping us to top off our glasses to the absolute top, you can become a member. Of, of Relay FM, you could support the show. Go to relay.fm slash material, select a membership level, which you'll be actually shoveling money directly or indirectly because it doesn't it goes through Relay FM, but then to us. Uh, yes. At several levels. And we, we do have our bonus episode coming. And uh, again, this is these aren't vague plans. We do have like our plans set and it's going to be pretty cool. Yes, it is. I'm very excited. Uh, I believe we're going to have a uh, guest on a co-host on hiatus on as our guest. Um, and we're going to flip the tables and ask them all the questions that we've always wanted to ask, including what is the meaning of life? So tune in. And did you really do all those mission impossible stunts yourself? Oops. I, I might've given too much away. 
Oh, I cannot I, wait uh, to talk to him about Scientology. Oh my no, no, we, god. We, we we agreed not to talk about science. Oh darn it. I'm giving away so much. I wish to end this show before I keep blah 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 blah. We shouldn't blah, even blah. say Scientology. They're gonna come after us if they hear us say it on the Oh crap, Andy. <laughs> We got to get out of this mess. We should get out of this mess. Uh, links that people can, can go to to hear, hear, see, read, and experience more of the Flow Ion Jam. <laughs> uh, the Flow Ion Jam is jamming away at work. Uh, I've been, yeah, you know, I've just been really busy. You guys know, you can find me at florenceion.com, hoping to post an update soon. I always say that every week. <laughs> Maybe one of these weeks I will update. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Um, I've, again, it's uh, still pretty humid, so I'm kind of still making my own jam here in the office without the air conditioning mm -hmm. on. Uh, but uh, go to anotgo.com or anotgo on Twitter or anotgo on Instagram for more information about stuff that I am doing. If you're going to be in Boston uh, at the Boston Comic Con slash Fan Expo, you'll, you'll, I'm going to be hanging around there for a couple of days because, damn it, I, I owe it to myself to have some time that to myself. fun. Yes. I hope you have fun, Andy. I hope I do have fun, too. I That's been it. been to Comic Con in a long time. <laughs> I see. I, I am going to be wearing my usual uh, uh, cosplay slash not cosplay. It's uh, a tribute to uh, one of my favorite characters, and it is completely accurate. But it is so deep cut, deep obscure that nobody knows, nobody recognizes that I'm in cosplay. So, which is exactly how I like it. I want the person who I want. What I what I like with cosplay is like if there's only one person, but like, oh my god, you're dressed as, and it's like, thank you, my brother, my thank sister. Thank you. We, clear, we clearly have had the same experiences in childhood that you were able to recognize this individual. Anyway, uh, that's it for this week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to material this week. Uh, look forward to hearing, having you hear us next week. Until then, have an awesome seven days. Bye.